Hey you guys welcome back to the Arkya podcast I am so excited that you have tuned into this episode because this is a topic that I can't talk enough about creating a brand identity for yourself and standing out from all the noise out there well if you are asking us why do i need to create a brand identity why is it important i'm so scared to put myself out there and my work out there it's just too much well you're in the right place because i have brought you the perfect person to talk about creating a brand identity for your design business I am in conversation with Tanya Khanna founder of Epistel Communication over the past few years she has helped so many firms with their outreach and creating their brand identity and in this episode we are digging into some really juicy tips let's dive in Hello Hi Hi, Hi. how are you Good good how how's everything uh, Good everything is good here So today's conversation is something that this conversation I've never had before in the all the live session that I've done so far and this is something that I can't talk enough about. So allow me to welcome Tanya Khanna. She is the founder of Epistel Communications and she has been doing an amazing job in spreading awareness about this topic as to why creating a brand is important for architects and designers and she's been doing this through her online campaign which is episel opd which is helping she and her team are helping people who are practicing architects and designers and she's helping them run businesses that too for free <laughs> welcome to this live session tanya thank you so much uh, thanks for having yeah. me here uh, like you said you know i cannot have enough of talking about this so uh, but yeah it's, i think especially in india architects and designers uh there's not that much conversation about this subject so it uh, it helps that we all talk about it and we all are struggling with it anyways so uh the more we talk the more we learn and the more we imbibe and we sort of you know it helps us right absolutely so if i talk about the very basics how would you define brand for architects and designers so traditionally in india particularly architects and designers shy away from the word brand itself anything to do with branding marketing or outreach or visibility uh architects really sort of you know we we don't talk about this i'm mean, you're an architect i'm an architect we we are really taught not to use not to uh, yeah. there are enough mandatory sort of rules and guidelines that say that you know what you do not as as a professional code of ethics you should not be doing mm. let's just let your work talk don't talk <laughs> yeah yeah let your work talk but what happens right. is that in today's context when there is so much information out there is a lot of information from a time when we had maybe three architecture colleges we now have like 5000 and the number of students graduates is just so much happening that we need to distinguish ourselves and our firms or studios no matter how big or small they are from the others so in that context branding becomes really really important so if you can identify what is it who you are what you do and why it is different from another person you know uh that's another architect or another designer that is what makes a brand right only then can you be a brand if you if you're just one amongst the crowd then you're not a mm. brand right the whole idea mm. of branding is to distinguish yourself distinguish. and create 
create an identity for yourself hmm. right so for a young designer or a young architect who has just started practicing when is the right time for them to create a brand is it when they start or is it when they have created a decent portfolio for themselves so what happens is that you well one must start as early as possible that goes without saying that one should start while they're still a student right because your portfolio you're constantly building a portfolio it's not like after 5 years you will then start making a portfolio in fact that's a challenge you know, most often when people students finish their thesis or they have to apply for an internship that's when they start and then they think oh my god i can't find the date still visible right but the time when i graduated you had to find your street you had to scan them and you had to send and you know abroad if you're applying for a job abroad or applying for postgraduate studies abroad they say not more than 10 sheets so what do you put in those 10 sheets right or a file on more than 10 only So what and I remember when I was applying for the job in London, we were allowed ten A fours. That's it. Ten A fours to cover maybe five, six, seven, eight, ten years of your journey as an architect. So it is important to start documenting all your content to build a brand right from day one. And I think that really sort of it cannot go wrong. But of course. Uh, as you slowly go, when you start practicing, is really when you start putting your energy on uh, what is it that you want to be known for. You know, uh, what is it that who, when you say who you are and what you do, right? That process really starts after five years, after you work a little. I mean, of course, there are people who start practice right after they graduate, and we've had some great, you know, precedents around. Where we know, okay, you know, this really works. Most people do work for a few years, get some experience, make a tangible portfolio, and then they figure out that okay, I want to do this. Whether it is landscape or residential design or commercial design or even design and build, that's a big sort of market right now. So a lot of whatever it is that you want to be known for, you start documenting and creating your content. push that out as a brand and that that process is you know and especially today when everything is connected digitally uh you need to start sooner rather than later you know we have a lot of firms who come to us and say okay now we start instagram now we start <laughs> and we're like you know instagram days are over and facebook days are already over now it's time for brands and for products it's time for tiktok so you you should maybe go and you know we are There's always something new happening. So the sooner you start, the better it is. Hmm. Right. So, uh, brand has everything to do with who I am, what are my beliefs, and what are my values, and how do I look at things differently. So while I am networking with potential clients or customers, or while I am meeting my future client for the very first time, and I kind of have this mindset to seal the deal in the very first meeting. So, how do I convey that brand message? <laughs> uh, so, well, it, it is see. First of all, it is important to walk into the meeting knowing who you are. Right? If you know who you are, that honesty comes through. You know, when you meet somebody, because if you're pretending to be something, that won't come through. It may seal the deal, like you said, but in the long run, it won't get you repeat work. 
What leads to a successful project? You know, most people, most clients, when they hire an architect, especially to do homes or offices, they really want somebody who can resonate, who resonate with their values, right? Who they have a comfortable connection with. Because at the end of the day, it's their home. The architect can come in and say, you know what, I'll give you a house that will make you live like this. The architect cannot change the way they look. So it is important to be very, very honest. And uh, I think starting with that, then obviously uh, making sure that, especially when you meet somebody for the first time, it is important to give and it is important to give credibility. So whatever your, uh, whether it's an email that you send out the first time, right? Somebody sends you a query and they say, can I see your work before we meet, especially in times of social distancing. Nobody's going to meet you. People are going to avoid meetings as much as possible, right? So if you're sending an email to somebody or you're sending a PDF of a collection of works or a preview, a sneak peek into your portfolio or you redirect all of that messaging has to tie in with your brand identity. So it is important that let's your portfolio is in black. I mean, I'm, I'm going very literal right now. If your portfolio is in black and white, right? Those are the colors that you use in your logo, in your brand logo. And the same thing needs to be visible on the website. So that when, a, because you're sending a website link to the person on WhatsApp, when they open it, they suddenly feel like, oh, they're two different forms. And then the project that I saw, in, and that's, I think, a mistake that we all tend to make. Because we're designers, we design everything from Right, we'll design a portfolio separately, we'll design a website separately, we'll design our PDF separately, we'll design our Instagram separately. Everything is designer and it doesn't need to be. As a brand, you need to be consistent. A lot of you know our clients as well, and even with the team, we constantly just a very good reference for designers is retail design, right? You see an H&M logo and you see a Zara logo, right? You recognize it no matter where you are. Right. A McDonald's logo also you recognize from where, whatever part of the world you are. So that is the recall that one needs. And you know, you know what, what Zara stands for. You know what H&M stands for, right? If there is H&M conscious collection, you know that there is a conscious connection. Anybody who's an H&M follower will know that. And I'm taking like a very common example here. Or even, even when it comes to food, right? The more popular, like Anirta is known for the hot chocolate fudge, right? So you know, so if, if your strength, if your strength, if your portfolio is about residential work, let it be about residential work. Don't pretend. Don't make it pretend to be about patterns with design or, or something that if your work is all architecture should be sustainable intrinsically, right? All architecture. If you're making claims about your projects being sustainable, whereas you're not, you can't demonstrate it, there's no point in saying it. So be honest to who you are and just communicate those values as a brand. I mean, I've seen it's important to pick a niche. Yeah, it's important to pick a niche. Yeah. Large international firms, they have really simple taglines. We help you live better through yeah. our building. 
to the buildings that we create. I mean, that is and that message is delivering to the users who can easily understand. Yeah, it's not in exactly complicated language that nobody understands. Nobody's going to open a dictionary because your target client, yes, your clients are informed today thanks to Pinterest, thanks to Instagram, but make it so when you meet a client, present your work, present limited amount of, but talk about what you have added and what value you have added there. Why is it that it is your project and not an XYZ firm's project? You know, firms that do interior works, they really struggle because there's so much work, but what is it that you want to put out? You don't know, right? Pick six projects, tie them up with the same thread. That's what is important. That's what, that is your brand language. There are these five, I mean, for a lot of times, uh, we like, you know, we do this exercise where we say, you don't give us drawings, you don't give us images. You pick five words that represent your form. That is your brand. That makes mm. your brand. And that message should go out everywhere, whether it's on a WhatsApp or on, on an email or a phone call, even when you talk. Like today, I am talking to you. There, there are two or three things that, you know, I, I'm sure I'll be repeating through the conversation. Because that is what makes yeah. our brand. That's what we are trying. Right, right. So, uh, when we talk about tier 2 and tier 3 cities, there are a lot of uh, young practitioners who are practicing in tier 2 and two, tier 3 cities. So, supposedly, I am one of them, which I am, basically. So, how do I spread my word out there? How do I network with all these people? Because things are very different from metro cities when we talk about tier 2 and tier 3 cities. So, what is the ideal way to let people know that a brand exists in their city and I'm the right person for them? There are multiple things you can do. Okay, one is that there is it's never enough to just do any one thing. You have to cover ground everywhere. Right? So I think the first thing that one should do is let people know that you are practicing and your studio is thriving and you're available for work. The thing that the architects don't do is tell people that you know what? Because oh my god, it's so embarrassing to say that I actually, you know, this is what I do. <laughs> so let you start with your friends and family and extended network. And let them know what is it that you do. And I can tell you till date, I think I'm sure there's a percentage of my extended family that does not know what I do. Because we are just not trained to do that. And because I do something that is not even mainstream, there are people who will call me and say, uh, Beta, can you design this small office for me? And I'm like, no, I don't practice. I am an architect, but I don't practice. So it is important. Your projects will always come through referrals and word of mouth. PR and social media and everything will only bring visibility. It will bring credibility. But the first thing is that people should know that you do this. So it is okay to go for a party and talk about work. As Indians, we are also not trained to do that, right? There is a work life and there is a person. And that's it. So we don't talk about it. It is okay to meet somebody, go for a wedding, do whatever, wherever you are. I mean, right now nobody's meeting. But if you're talking and you're on social media, talk. Interesting your work is what is it that you do and you don't have to go and say that okay here is my plate and offer me projects but there is I mean you can be subtle about you can just let people know that this is what you're doing currently. There's an interesting project you know I think designing a terrace room can be the most interesting project and it's okay to share that with people because that is how you start right 
And what is again, what is important is that you talk about the innovation in the project. What is the big USP of that project? Why is that project special? Why is it that another project should come to you? Because obviously you are adding some value to that project. So as a brand, you put out the USPs of your portfolio, the USP of what is it that distinguishes you? What is it that makes the project yours? As much as the project is the client's, it's also yours. And as young professionals, I think the closer we get to our projects, the better. Starting with, like as you're talking about your work, social media, uh, don't start too late. It's not easy for anybody. I understand that. I was not active on social media for the longest time. But very, like about a year back, I made my account public. It was a big thing to do for me, you know, because I had my kids' photographs, I had some personal stuff. But I said, okay, it's fine, right? It's if you want to engage with an audience, right? If you want the people should find you, how will they find you if you're hidden something? And I think today's content brings this to the forefront that, you know, in social, in times of social distancing, how will people find you? Maybe, maybe three years, five years back, you could get away by not having a website. Today, you need to have a website. So yes, you may not be able to afford a big, fancy, complicated developer to get a website done for yourself, but make a single web page. We are designers. We are instinctively creative. We can come up with anything. So have a web page. So that when somebody asks you, you're not struggling to find content. You can just send them something. Send them a link or send them an Instagram feed. There are enough businesses who run off Instagram, right? So it's it's okay. You just start creating an Instagram feed and of your portfolio. And again, be selective about the content. Don't just dump everything. Whatever is pertinent to what you do should go out. Oh, uh, I think I another... No, I think this is going to help. So another important aspect of building a brand is documenting your work. Like once you've done a few projects. So documenting your work via photography and writing. And this is something that is overlooked. So in my opinion, I think if a potential client is landing on my website or on my Instagram page and he goes through my projects and he's also reading that caption, whatever write-up I have to explain what is going on. And let's say if he didn't like the project, but then after reading that caption, he's suddenly going to look at this differently because suddenly he understood what kind of process he went through, what kind of constraints he had. And that person will also understand what the process we follow in our form. So what is your opinion on this about documenting our work? So actually documenting is the most important aspect. In fact, when we, uh, you know, when we talk to people and other firms and our clients, uh, or prospective clients, we actually tell them that we are we are not. You people say, "Oh, you're a PR agency." No, we are. We create content, and what we actually really love to do is create content because that is the start point of everything, right? The way you curate five or ten photographs for a project, even if they're phone shot, the way you write five hundred words for your project. That is what defines who you are. That is what people see in the public domain. Tool for visibility. Whether it's PR or social media or uh, you know, newsletters. I mean, there's so many tools available. They're just tools. They can only do what... I mean, at the end of the day, even a media person will say, but okay, what is the story? I still need the story. 
right? Why is this project special? And so forth. But they will feature if you know what what is the story. The media people, the journalists are they also want stories, right? They and they what they want is nice looking visuals. They want a well written piece of text. Well written does not mean complicated piece of text. It just means a well written, which is uh, you know grammatically correct. It's making sense, not very long sentences. A crisp to the point write up. Architects believe oh no, we shouldn't write about our work. So you know there is that challenge. So if the media person wants something, let them call me. You have to first give them a story. So you start the document, and of course, what really helps is if you have a nice diagram or the drawing. You know the stuff that we actually did when we were studying architecture as designers. That the the real storytelling is in the process of coming up with the design. There is enough imagery out there which is there of the final product. Everybody cares about the process. So it could be that one photograph on site. Right of of a brick jali being put up, or it could be of a concrete slab being cast, or it could be even you on site in a funny moment, right? But if it adds value to the narrative of the project, that is what is important. And as designers, our focus should only be in creating those narratives. The tools will help in the visibility and the outreach and in building credibility. That comes secondary. If we have good content, we can't go wrong. Right, absolutely. So uh, now things have changed. Before the practice was very different than how it is now. Before it was like the, you're doing great work, you're putting your work out there, and then you're expecting the clients to walk into your office. And now things have drastically changed. There's this thin line between practicing and entrepreneurship, and now you have to put yourself out there. You. Social media, like we talked about, that is just one of the tools. Instagram is one of the tools, but putting yourself out there has become very important to get more, generate more leads, network with people, and convert them into potential clients. So, what is your take about this? How do people do that? So, like I was saying earlier, I think there are lots of ways to do it. One is social, keeping social media aside, right? Social media again. Social media also one needs to first look at the different platforms that are available, right? If you have an opinion on something. If you have, uh, you know, an opinion on an issue, right? Then tweet about it. Don't Instagram. Yeah. If you have a visual to share, it, then yeah. share it on Instagram. Right. Right. If you have, uh, if you have uh, thought leadership again about an issue or about how your method of working or something, some innovation has happened in your studio or on site, then use LinkedIn. If you do, if you are working, especially in the domain of, let's say, corporate offices or commercial work or schools or education, then LinkedIn is a good platform for you. So identify what is it that it's not just that okay, social media. I've done it and that's it. I've had, I have an Instagram account and that's enough. That is not enough. So you need to find out what is it again. What is your target? Right? Who is your target audience? So once you identify. Who you are, what you do. Next is who is your target audience, and how do you reach them as a brand? Then the different tools are there. So social media we've discussed. I think print media and online media. Print is questionable in the current context because nobody wants to touch a newspaper. So print media is a bit difficult, but I think it will also come back. Also, I think like you were talking about tier two, tier three cities. There are a lot of local dailies, right? So. 
it is more important to be featured for you from a business perspective in a local daily rather than a magazine that will come once in a month because newspapers is what people keep right? right you want to build a school somebody is building a school is not is maybe not reading an indian architect in bilbao then maybe the chances are you know it's an issue that comes up once every month but they are reading newspapers every day they are traveling they are reading flights that are are they reading magazines that are in flight or they are reading magazines that are available on the stand or at a railway station or at a bookshop that is the media that one needs to target if you want to do pr so you need to approach pr from a more uh, sort of holistic level and not just restrict i mean one really needs to be honest about why they want to do pr is it just about you know self gratification so you know what my work is getting featured that's great that is also needed at some point to keep yourself motivated but a lot of times one needs to really identify what is it what is the specific target audience that you need and then target them accordingly and like i said you know it, it's uh, you you be where your clients are you don't be where certain work is you be where your clients are that that's what it helps right i ask from people who say that oh uh, our clients don't know they thought they only do residential and they were building a school and they gave it to another architect obviously because you never told them that you do in school work so how do you let them know that you're doing you know so i think a lot of firms also use whatsapp and i think whatsapp is a sort of misused and abused medium it is so much Even nicer to have uh, a news that or a single sort of you know pdf that goes out from the firm professionally done it's not that hard to do we can design an a4 layout in a day right i'm sure you you understand that so make something nice and presentable send it out once in a month so that clients you know your old clients people who you did work for they also know that you're still alive you're still kicking the studios running you did a house for somebody maybe 3 years back doesn't mean you lose touch with them because the project is finished they may not build a house in the next 2 years but they may mm-hmm. build an office they may they may recommend you somebody get married and look to build a house they need to know so that networking doesn't need to be only offline there has to be mm-hmm. online networking constantly call constant uh, being in touch social media obviously helps that you know if you stay in touch with them uh, but also we shouldn't shy away from being in touch with clients and the bigger thing is have good relationships with clients who work you know we should be proud as architects we should be proud of our first projects most theek hai we all make mistakes a lot of times and we don't want to go back and look at that project but <laughs> it's important because they are your clients are your biggest sort of you know referrals they are they will always bring in more work from a business perspective one needs to just constantly be looking it's essentially how i always say housekeeping you know we have this little chart that we made in the studio that for a firm that just wants to manage it themselves what do, what do they do as part of opd that's what we did so we created it on a daily basis what do you need to do on a weekly basis what do you need to do and on a monthly basis if you tick off that checklist it's stuff that you can actually manage yourself you don't even need to outsource it to anyone as long as you take accountability and be disciplined about it see work will not just fall into our hands <laughs> we we do need to work on it to get work so that sort of you know that format sort of works i think 
right uh somebody from the live audience is asking how to build audience if i'm a fresher so you there are projects that you still have you need to start talking about those projects they may be unveiled or um, not ready see people are looking for ideas at the end of the day even they are on social media for ideas they can make the ideas right it's the innovation so share your ideas the more you share ideas the more you network like i was talking earlier let people know that you are working let people know that this is what you're good at doing help them get your trust right and if you are uh, if you're interested in an issue talk about it have an opinion we shouldn't start i mean older practicing people only don't need to have opinions right? as as young practitioners we all have opinions you have uh, you have an opinion about the building environment you have an opinion about the signage for metro station you have an opinion about how you maneuver yourself in a city right what is the public space like share those ideas maybe reach out to a media like an online platform share your ideas with them maybe it'll get published when it gets published share that with people let them know that you're a thinking architect once what as long as the hard work and the thoughts and the ideas are there work will come the audience will there will be an audience to follow you Thank you.